The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We are held in the hands of the goddess. We are held, we are held, we are held. We are loved in the heart of the goddess. We are loved, we are loved, we are loved. What in your life needs to heal? Is it something in your body? Is it in your thoughts or your feelings? Welcome to the Empowered Healer Show with your host, Dr. Susan Allison. Our program will present healing methods and ideas to help you change the challenging parts of your life and support the people who mean the most to you. Now, here is Dr. Susan Allison. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Empowered Healer Show. This is Dr. Susan Allison, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. I know I always say that, but it's really good to know you're here, and I feel your wonderful energy. Today's a hard day for me because my husband is very ill and in pain, and I'm trying to be focused and positive on my show, and at the same time, part of me is in the other room with him. So bear with me and know that I so appreciate all your support and your love. And don't forget, if you want to email me, I could use your uplifting messages. So you just email empoweredhealer at comcast.net. It's so good that our guests today, uh, Kim and Mark McGinnis, are also all about sharing their love and wanting to support everyone who watches their moving film, Openings, The Search for Harry. The main idea of Openings is that we that when we are open in our hearts and minds, we're better able to experience a life that's more in alignment with our heart's desire. Kim and Mark will tell you more about their film in a moment, but for now, just know it can help all of us feel more open to making changes in our lives and feel less uncertain, scared, and stuck. I really need their positive energy and wisdom today to uplift my spirits, and I think you will enjoy the show as well. So, Kim McGinnis is an independent filmmaker, producer, actress, and entrepreneur. Her recent film, Openings, The Search for Harry, was just released and picked up for distribution by one of the top distributors in the New Age genre. Kim is currently serving as executive producer, producer, star, and star of the feature dramedy Ask Raymond, which is currently in pre-production. She's also writing a book associated with Openings, it's called Openings, a Search for Invisible Bridges and Doorways, expected to be released in the fall of 2013. Her husband, Mark, is a director-producer who started out in high-tech and advertising. Articles about his success have appeared in major publications such as Los Angeles Magazine and the Daily News in Los Angeles. After dozens of successful broadcast television spots and national infomercials, Mark is spending most of his time now producing and directing feature films. He's recently completed his second feature film, Openings, The Search for Harry. And there'll be an openings book by Mark and Kim, and even an openings video channel, both slated for late 2012, early 2013. Mark is writing and directing the new feature film, Dramedy, 
called Ask Raymond. So let's welcome Kim and Mark. We're so glad that you're here. Well, thank you very much, Susan. We really appreciate being here. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. And just to begin, you know, I always uh, start with the personal, and I would love to hear about your own journeys, just a bit perhaps, uh, about your own openings that led you to want to make a film about that topic. Well, for me, uh, if I, I guess I can start. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is the movie um, openings to Search for Harry is, is loosely based on, on my life um, starting 10 years ago. And the, the, the main character of the film, Harry, um, who is just a mess. Um, yep. You couldn't really... Uh, <laughs> people have come up to me and told me that he is just so unlikable and, and a very difficult... In the beginning of the movie, it's just very difficult to watch somebody, you know, spiral and circle the drain so much. And, and that was really my life 10 years ago. And, um, and the, the, the actor... Um, Jordan Lee really encompasses <laughs> how I was really, really, really closely. So um, that that sort of started the whole ball rolling for me. I, I always knew I wanted to write a story about this, and and I worked with a great scriptwriter, um, and then Kim with her amazing ability to produce and and bring it all together um, between the two of us, we sort of made it all happen. Mm, fantastic. Yeah, I wondered if it was, you know, patterned after your lives or someone uh, close to you. And I'm glad that you shared that, Mark. Thank you. What about you, Kim? Um, well, as far as um, how we came about this topic, uh, for me personally, um, I, I kind of knew what I wanted to do at a young age. I was into acting, but um, I moved to L.A. And it was, I, although I had some success, I had a tough time of it. And... Mm-hmm. Um, I went through periods of, you know, feeling sorry for myself, and here I knew my passion, but I couldn't, I couldn't quite get there. Um, um, so, but at the same time, I was always very into the philosophies that are talked about in the movie. You know, I read a lot of books um, by Ernest Holmes, Science of the Mind, and mm-hmm. about meditation, and I always believed in that kind of thing. So I was, um, even though I believed in those things, I was still kind of angry and. Um, that I couldn't quite get there like Harry is in the movie. And it wasn't until I, I kind of um, let go of the acting in L.A. and and kind of um, took a different path mm-hmm. that it kind of came back to me when I met Mark. Um, so I guess, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of reasons why we chose this topic and why we chose it together. It kind mm-hmm. of made sense for both of us. Yes, yeah, so for, for people who haven't seen it, and I have, and I really loved it, and eventually we'll have you tell listeners how to see it, but for now, I'd love to hear more about the plot so that they get an idea of what we're talking about, so that they're not sort of, you know, it's like someone is is, is talking about kind of an in-joke and the rest of the people I don't know. Sure. So I, I'd love for you to explain to them a bit about the plot, a bit, you know, the format of the film, how it goes back and forth, if you could do that. Um. I guess the best way right off the bat to explain the movie is um, picture, um, uh, I guess I guess the best way to describe it would be The Secret Meets um, Billy Crystal and, what's the movie that he was in, Kim? Oh, um, City Slickers? Oh, yeah. Uh, the Secret Meets <laughs> uh, City Slickers. It's... It's a it's a format of sort of like what the bleep, the secret, sort of a docudrama, um, but... 
what we didn't want to do is have a real preachy movie that had you know a lot of talking heads and just kind of went over this stuff from an intellectual standpoint, but not the emotional standpoint. So we we had a, a sixty minute story um, that was loosely based on reality, um, sort of as the backdrop to having these insightful characters uh, interviews. Um, from Joe Vitelli to Bruce Lipton to Jacob Lieberman to um, Amit Goswami. A lot of these people were in What the Bleep and The Secret, and they're pretty well known in the New Age genre. And, and so they chime in all through the movie, but there's the underlying story of Harry, um, which, I, which I mentioned. He's, he's a mess. He's just lost his wife, his home, his children. Um, not only, actually, my life, I lost my children, but I lost everything in a, in a matter of, of two months in my life. And so mm. this story starts there, where he's mm-hmm. just moving into an, to his apartment, and he's a total mess. Yep. And, and why don't you tell the rest, Kim? Um, well, I, you know, like we were talking about earlier, Susan, it's, it's a story I think everyone can relate to, whether you're man, woman, no matter your age. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all struggle and I think there are points in our life, you know, when we're at our low point where we blame the world and it's somebody else's fault. But, um, you know, the, in the movie we were just trying to show that when we open up, even if it's just a little bit, um, and allow um, things to enter into our consciousness and into our hearts and minds, if we allow those things to take us in a different direction towards some other emotion rather than bitterness and anger, um, we can slowly get to a place that isn't quite so bad as we were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not some type of huge leap, you know, where we're ecstatically happy or we're all of a sudden rolling in the dough. It's more, um, it's more real. We we wanted to create a, a film that people could relate to on a on a practical basis, mm-hmm. as well as touch their hearts. So, I think I think something that's really important that we found through even through making this film. That was sort of a, a real um, structural part of it is that when you ask for help, ask for openings, um, they start showing up in your life through synchronicities, through odd little things that start happening that are more than coincidence. And once you make that part of your life, and once Harry started making that part of his life, amazing things start to happen. And, and so that was the, um, the sort of the, the fun part of the movie. Mm-hmm. So that's something I was going to ask you eventually is about, um, you know, how this, how you start, how one starts when you're circling the drain and, and things are just really difficult. And do, do you feel that you start with, by saying help or you start by just sort of bottoming out and just looking up and just saying, you know, I am powerless here. I really need some help with this. So in terms of, of having the openings, Show you know, up. Susan, I think you nailed it. I think it's both of those things. Um, for me personally, and probably Kim too, I, it really was for me to bottom out, you know, where you just have no ego left. You're so humbled by life, and you just, you're sort of crawling along, <laughs> trying to, to find some way out of, of the condition of life when it really, you know, hits you the hardest. And you've, so you've given up or, 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 or almost at that point. And so you're really willing to look at all the options. And that's when, you know, for me, I was, I, I just, I, I looked, looked up and I just said, just help. Give me some sign. Mm-hmm. And they just started showing up. And, yep. um, 
I mean, yeah. I don't, how was it for you, Kim? Did, was that yeah. similar? Um, yeah, I mean, I I think um, when I was in L.A. and I was I wasn't going anywhere with acting. I I I just I wanted to try something different, something that was unfamiliar, and I I wound up going back to school and, and studied something completely different. And then I met Mark, and we went into business together. Um, but you know, I I think it it happens different for for each individual person. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just being in tune with, um, you know, t- trying something different. And, and, and then when you try something different, you feel differently. Um, you know, it's, I, I think you need to, if, I don't know, help me to look at life as an adventure and, and just try to have fun with and seeing where it leads you and following your gut. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier, Kim, you know, that you had some success but also a lot of disappointments and I do think that you know that it's in those difficult times you know like Mark said that they're very humbling and I think that in that place where we're not trying to to um, feel that we can fix it all just by ourselves that's at least in my life this has been true that that's when there's there is an opening mm-hmm. yeah no I think that's a great point and and I know that's definitely been an issue of mine. It's like it it has been difficult for me. I think, especially in the past, to to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's partly being um, a woman in a so-called man's world, <laughs> because you know we want to. I want to feel like you know I'm an equal, and and maybe um, especially in the past, I felt I've had to prove that. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's a really good point. Um, yep. There's no shame in asking for help. No, that you know there isn't, and I also just think it's just our personality. It's sometimes even how we're just born. You know, we're kind of mm-hmm. born, you know, very independent, which I am. And I think that the more independent we are, sort of the more that you know we we sort of you know can do. I think my first words were were something like "do it myself" or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And so I think if we you know for that kind of person to begin with, it's sometimes tougher, um, tougher to. Um, sort of look up and, and say, okay, I need a sign here or I need a sense of direction or, like Mark said, help. Yeah, th- exactly. It, you know what I think is, I think it's all equally as important is that when you ask for help, get rid of the notion that it's going to look a certain way when it comes to you. Yep. And that's what the whole movie opening is about and, and this whole openings, I guess it's a philosophy, is that openings is going to come to you Probably in a lot different, in a, in a, in quite a different way than you expect it. And so you gotta be open to when you get to that, that fork in the road to be willing to, to not go the, the route that you would normally travel. Yep. And that's where, when new things can come into your life and new experiences, um, new emotions and, um, so, and I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah no, I, I love that. I want to hold. I want to just hold your hold your thought, Kim, because we have to take a break. But I love that that you know openings. It can be messy, right? Oh yeah. And, and <laughs> yes. so I want to hold that and then give some examples from the movie about the messiness. Uh, and yeah, we're here with Kim and Mark McGinnis and their film openings, and we'll be right back. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 
Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. Be the change. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to empoweredhealer at comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to the Empowered Healer Show. And my guests today are Kim and Mark McGinnis, who have just uh, finished a film that's incredible. I love it. It's called Openings, The Search for Harry. And if you're just tuning in, uh, we're talking about what openings are. And uh, we were just talking about how when they happen and show up, they may not look like what we think they're going to be. Um, that they're going to be different. And I use the word messy, that sometimes they're kind of messy when they show up or definitely not what we expect. <clears throat> it's not something we can control. So can you guys talk a little bit about that, a little more about that, maybe even define openings for people just tuning in and then talk about the, this idea that they don't show up the way we expect? <clears throat> well, um, openings... Openings really wasn't even the first title we had for our film, but it just mm. seemed to be so perfect because that symbol of an open door kept showing up to Kim and I, and um, we had a whole a whole sort of direction we were going to go in with the movie with Kim having these dreams that she was having, but it, it never made it into the movie because we, we took the route of going and telling the story of Harry and not, mm-hmm. not our own personal stories, but... Um, so openings is a very visual and a very, um, it's not just sort of a, a, a um, abstract way of thinking. You know, it's, it's, when we think of openings, it, it really is almost a physical thing. And, and the more you, you start to think of it that way, the more they can actually show up in your life. And um, we have a whole book that we're we're in the process of writing about these openings and, and how they... We don't know who sends them to us. It could be our own higher consciousness. It could be God. Who knows? But these openings are delivered to us mm-hmm. when, when we ask for them. And they can even be kind of funny the way they show up. There's a, there's a humor to them. Kim and I have noticed that quite a few times. Um, so, but a lot of times they're not easy. And, and life 
is messy. Life. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the people in in our movie, his name is Greg Lavoy. He wrote the the book called Callings, and he's an amazing, amazing guy. Um, mm-hmm. And his book is great for anybody looking to see what they want to do with their life. Um, Callings is just a great book. Mm-hmm. But anyway, one of the things he says, what's he say, Kim? Um, oh, yes. <laughs> well, when the dark night appears, you just go right through it. You know, it's, um, I can't remember the exact way he said it so eloquently, but I think uh, many times when we're faced with difficult times, we're tempted to sidestep them because we want to avoid the unpleasant feelings. The messiness, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the messiness. Um, but um, really, it's, um, it's about experiencing all of it. Um, and I, I think where we differ from maybe the, the philosophy of the secret where they focus on positive thinking all the time, um, it's, you know, I think it's a, a, important to, to allow yourself to feel sad or angry and, and then when you're feeling happy, feel happy, but then let that go too. So you're always mm-hmm. experiencing new. Um, yeah, I like that. I like um, that that is expressed in both places in the film, in terms of the people that are the famous, speak, you know, people who are transformational leaders who say things. Also, in terms of Harry's life, it's really, really true that um, he needs to feel his feelings, and you know, and he's drinking a lot, you know. And I think that that's going to resonate with people who see this because a lot of us, you know, are finding ways that are coping mechanisms. You know, he had he had his own coping mechanisms, right? in the film and I think that that's true for many of us is we want to sidestep we want to not feel the feelings because we either think we're going to be carted away you know by the people in the white coats and end up like crazy or we're going to die from it because it's so Mm -hmm. strong and so difficult but yeah say more about that I really love that that it's I really feel that your film is real because I think that some of the films they're they're a little too like you know, namby-pamby or, you know, I want to see little Disney, you know, butterflies and birds flying around like in Cinderella. You know, it's, it's, life is not like that. Well, in so many of the films today are, and there's some really excellent motivational films, but the truth is it's sort of like having a sugar high. It's like, God, it tastes really good right now and you're all motivated and you're ready to go, but tomorrow you're still faced with the same problems and you got to deal with life. And we didn't want to make a film like that. We wanted a film where people could relate to the main character and his obstacles and his being a total screw-up, mm-hmm. and which we all are in our own way. Um, that's the kind of film we wanted to make, something that we could all relate to. And, um, you know, and he, he just stumbles around and, and gives, gives into life. And and it starts going in an interesting kind of fun direction, and um, mm-hmm. a lot of it takes place up in a place called Guffey, Colorado, nine thousand feet up in the remote mountains uh, in Colorado. Um, sort of that's that's sort of the uh, the adventure side of the movie, um, the city slicker side, and uh, and it's fun, but it's because he's get, kind of given up to fighting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um there is a kind of a I don't know if the word is peacefulness, but there's something in terms of Harry's character when he does stop trying to control it or escape from it and he is also in a situation where he knows nothing about 
you know, being like a handyman or being like a ranch hand or he, he is in it, not in an element that where he can shine. He's, yeah, I think that that was part of it is he had to be humble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think that's where the audience really starts to root for him is, is when he allows himself to be vulnerable and, and it, not in a position of being con- in control. And, um, it's not like, you know, his whole life is suddenly suddenly now rosy, but you just see hope. And I think that's the big um, message of, or one of the messages of the film is that once you start going down that road of um, letting your defenses down and letting people in and opening your heart, mm-hmm. um, there's, there's, there is hope, you know. And, um, yep. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I... Um, I'm wondering more about the whole concept of the synchronicities uh, and following intuition and the serendipity. Um, why do you think it's so important um, for people to be open to, to synchronicity and so on and follow their intuition? And, and do you have any wisdom for listeners about how to do that? I have so m- I'm a therapist. I have so many clients say, well, but I don't even know how to connect with my intuition. I don't even know what it's telling me inside myself. I don't even know how to get there. So anything about that that would help people who are listening? You know, for me, and, and, and when um, Pamela Cumming, who is the, the scriptwriter, um, when we, we, we took on that exact challenge is, is how, do, how do we deal with that whole synchronicity side, um, we came to a real realization that the gut, the human gut, is just so powerful. And we don't have confidence in our own um, feelings. And, and it's a physical thing. You could, I can feel it when, um, and it just takes a little bit of practice. You could feel it when something's not right. Or you yep. could feel it when you might want to try something different or um, turn your head and, and notice something that you wouldn't have normally noticed and all of a sudden there's a message there. So it's a, it's a real physical um, gift that I think we all have, wouldn't you say, Kim? Uh, it is, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a gut thing. Sometimes it's a black and white thing. And um, when we first started this movie, we were we had a different thread story with a different partner and the movie was called something different at the time, and we were filming this certain section where he wrote the name of the film on the board, the, blackboard. this blackboard, and then mm-hmm. he stood in front of it, in front of the audience, and we played the scene back. Um, the name of the film at the time was called Shamshara, mm-hmm. and so um, when we played it back, all we could see were the the name Sham. Mm. And we kind of knew all along the movie wasn't going in the direction we wanted, and he wasn't the person we wanted to be working with. Um, but we we got chills when we saw that, and and then a couple months later, he actually saw, miraculously dropped out of the movie after he had invested, you know, wow, time, and he gave us, you know, our blessings. But um, interesting, very interesting. So, do you think that for people listening? that paying attention is huge. Like just being aware, like just deciding, okay, I'm going to be more aware and then notice little things that are happening and little messages that they get uh, in the world and little signs from nature and inside themselves. Like how, how do you suggest that people who really say, I, I don't know what my intuition says, do you think that those things would help? My, my suggestion is, is to act as if. Um, hmm. Play a 
pretend and, and see where it goes. Um, have fun with it. And, mm-hmm. and don't put too much pressure on yourself. Oh, well, I'm not getting tuned in here. Um, act mm-hmm. as if you're, um, you know, somehow um, tuned in and you do have the messages and, and it's already working for you and act that way for a while and just see how all of a sudden um, it, it kind of works. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. Um, when you notice something, if, if like I got goosebumps, you know, when that whole episode went, and if you get goosebumps or if you're talking to someone and um, something touches you, um, I don't, I, it's, it's a lot, I think a lot of uh, the um, openings or synchronicities and their importance are related to the feelings that you're having. Um, mm-hmm. If you're getting a message that means something, it's going to touch you in a certain way. Um, and I think if yeah, if something means something to you, you're going to feel it. You know, so just be um, aware of what's happening in your body too. Absolutely, and I think what's really important, super important, is that um, you know we all have fears and we're all afraid of change. Is um, that we're not going to get anything different in our life if we keep going down the same road. Yep. So you need to you need to really embrace that. Okay, you're stirring the soup here. You're stirring the soup, the stew, and we're going to try some different things. But you know, the good news is you're going to get different things coming into your life. And any kind of change is scary, and sometimes it's it's not going to seem like a positive thing. But we have no idea where that's going to lead. But it is going to be different. And then new things come into our life, and and that's again, that's what 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 happened with Harry in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's really true, um, as you say, especially when he takes that job and is with in, in a completely strange environment, alien environment, almost to him, and allows himself to trust. And the people are so kind and so sweet, and he's you know, and he's able to connect. And start feeling like alive again. And um, I think that happens to a lot of us, that we we are in a situation that's so difficult. And, um, yeah, to just to see, you know, little openings and things that can take us out of that dark place. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, one of the themes, the whole status quo thing, I think people get um, kind of lost in uh, relation to who they are and, and, and what they want to do with their life, and it becomes like what they should do or who, who they should be. Yep. And um, I think that, you know, leads to a lot of sadness for people. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're right. And true with Harry, too, um, in sure. terms of his identity. You know, he had an identity, you know, in terms of being... Um, a partner and an identity in terms of his work and an identity, you know, and that's who he was believing he was. And once he let that go, as you say, he was able to find a whole new part of himself. Right. He he found out really what's important, what, what truly is important versus what he earlier thought was important. Yep. Very true. We're going to need to take a break and we'll be right back. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. 
you can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. Be visionary. Be extraordinary. Be the change. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to empoweredhealer at comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, and I'm here with Kim and Mark McGinnis, who have an incredible film that's uh, coming out called Openings in in, uh, the Search for Harry. So we were just talking about um, what's truly important in life, and this is also one of the themes in the film, so, you know, and in your lives, and so share a little more about that. Well, I think... um in respect to the film, Harry, Harry has some pretty, pretty tough things happening to him, and yep. you know we drew upon that from our own lives and from my life, and that I had just horrible things happen to me. And I, um, you know, life life has a lot of conflict in it, and I wanted to kind of portray that. Um, sometimes, sometimes the best thing to do is you know, not go too much up against it, but to see the humor in it or to see the magic in it or to step out of yourself and and kind of watch it from an abstract point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I we, think Kim and I have, we've had our own trials and tribulations. Just making the movie was a very yeah. um, conflict-centric <laughs> um, type ordeal for us. Um, yeah, what happened? Well, you know, there's, you know, when you're making a film like this, that's, that's dealing with emotions and dealing with personal issues, and, and you have these superstars in the in the new age genre. Um, you know, the people that are attracted to that sometimes um, are going through a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and so um, right and left, we would have you know some pretty nutty individuals come into our life and it was it was difficult wouldn't you say Kim I mean um yeah I mean it's it's hard to to talk about because uh, we, we don't want to name names right um, but um you know I mentioned the our ex-partner um he was he was like kind of at the beginning of the whole process and I mentioned he dropped out well what happened was we had a showing of the film and at the end of the sh- the showing um 
he came up to us and he said, you know, yesterday I had a pretty awful bike accident. You can't tell because I'm, I'm wearing clothes that cover it up, but he was pretty much scraped um, from mm. top to bottom on one side of his body, and he was really shaken up. And he goes, you know, I, I had an epiphany, um, and he says, without you know going into too much detail, I, I'm dropping out of the movie. Um, and, um, mm. you know, we were relieved, but we were also thinking, okay, well, now we've got to start all over. Mm. <laughs> but um, So that was kind of our relationship with him kind of set the stage for um, the, the movie that, you know, we came to um, produce. Um, but there there was, a, I mean, we can't really talk about some of the stuff, but... Yep. Um, I think the big lesson there for all of us is that if you think you're going to find a book or a movie or counseling that all of a sudden is going to make life all right and, and, and just hum along perfectly, you're just kidding yourself because it's just life doesn't want to do that. And what you can do is change your perspective yep. and go with it and say, wow, well, this is a blessing in disguise or, oh, you know what, I'm, I've got an inkling that this might lead to something better or I've got new adventures ahead of me. And that alone can make life so much more worthwhile. Mm-hmm. It can, and and as humans, it's it's kind of tough sometimes. I know that a lot of people I work with want life to be in this steady line that just keeps moving upward, like up the mountain, and you stay on the mountaintop. But it's really about valleys. <laughs> it's about valleys and climbing, <laughs> climbing, climbing out. And so I'm always doing that sign with my hand with my clients, like you know, down and up and down and up and down and up, because this is basically graduate school here on Earth. We're we're here, you know, we are getting test after test. We're getting so much learning and so much wisdom uh, that we're, you know, we're trying to become more enlightened and, and um, full of light as beings. Uh, and this, yeah, and the suffering and the tests kind of help help us take the ego out and take, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of going you know, to polish us. You know, we're, we're getting kind of polished here, I think. I think you nailed, you'll nail that. You nailed it. I think that's that's perfectly said. And uh, um, you know, it's it's those of us that can finally, you know, to, for me, I think it, I I had to get hit by a sledgehammer. Um, finally, realize that it's those intimate moments with family and 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 friends and and those those heartfelt times. Those are the important times in life. And sometimes you don't even get to those until you have, you know, sort of these climatic sometimes terrible things happening, but those are sometimes the most wonderful times of our life. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And that whole, that whole sledgehammer thing, uh, I'm always working with people and saying that, that it, you know, sometimes as humans we're really stubborn, and so we get the old sledgehammer you know, from the universe. But we actually have had signs all along, I feel, that there have been little warnings or there have been little things that happen and they get just stronger and stronger. And if we're not paying attention then, you know, we, we have an illness, we have a bike accident, we have, um, you know, we lose our job, we, you know, look at all the things that happened to Harry in the movie. Yeah, you know? absolutely. You know, I had a real quick story, you know, talking yep. about signs. Um, my sister, she's actually in the movie, but um, she's, um, she's, a, she's a life coach, but she had come to me before I lost everything, and this is the, sort of the, be, the beginning of, of how I have Harry start in the movie, but me personally, you know, I didn't know that my wife was having an affair and going to leave me and I was going to lose my house home and lose my job, everything. 
Um, and I was sort of, I, I was a little arrogant and living on top of the world, and she had visited me in California. at this the big house and the cul-de-sac and the pool and the whole thing, and, but in the back right corner of our yard, there was this big wall that had a big crack in it. Mm. And she had said, she goes, you know, I know you don't believe in this feng shui stuff, and it's a little woo-woo for you, and I really didn't believe in it at all. And she goes, you've got really serious problems in your relationship quadrant or corner of, of your life, you know, and, and that's just sort of a manifestation of it. And you need to look at that. And, and I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she really was adamant about it. And with literally within a month, my whole world fell apart, my whole relationship. And so I did have those little kind of signs and even people coming to me that kind of had a feeling about that. Wow. That's really a good story. You know, and um, I know you don't, I, th- I almost think you should have put it in the movie. I really like it. But, um, yeah, in the next movie. But, um, yeah, Kim, were you going to say something? Oh, no, no. Okay. Because I just, um, Harry doesn't, doesn't really get it. I mean, it's like he is so angry. Uh, he has so much anger and unresolved issues that are, you know, I think not just the, Things that are happening in the present, but other stuff in his life. Um, but he's um, he doesn't sort of see the bigger picture for quite a while. No, I, I think he's he's blind. I don't think mm-hmm. um, I don't think there's any opportunity for um, for openings to pop into his life in the very beginning. It's only when he's at the the the, the bottom you know, groveling at the bottom of life that he's sitting on a park bench pretty much um, at his lowest and, and some someone kind of pops into his life. Is it a master? Is it, is it you know, you don't really know, you know, when that bum, you know, when people, you know, um, you'll have to see the movie to understand yeah. there, there's a bum that comes and sits next to him. Um, but he's not just, an, uh, you know, he's not just a bum. He, there's something there. Um, That's right. That's right. And so people who believe in, in masters or, you know, angels or beings that are showing up as teachers, spiritual teachers, um, will understand when that happens in the movie. I want to, I want you to say, because the next segment of our show is shorter, I want you to, if you would, say now how people can see this film. Because now you've really whet their appetite. I know people are going to, people are going to want to see it. How can they? Well, the film has just gotten picked up for, uh, for distribution, so video on demand is on its way. But right now you can get the DVD. Uh, just go to openings-movie.com, and it's, you, uh, there's, there's a way to order it right from the, the homepage there. Um, you can also get it from Amazon.com. Just do a search on um, openings-the um, search for Harry. So either way, hope, uh, either from our homepage or from Amazon.com, and you can get the, the DVD. And say the, say the, um, the site again. Uh, the website oh, is yeah. uh, www.openings-movie.com. Wonderful. So people can see it. So um, you will be in on what we're talking about by wa- by watching the movie, um, which is really, really fantastic. I really loved it. And I'm going to watch it again after the show since now I have insights about your lives, both of you. When I watch it, it'll feel different, I think. Uh, I always like to know if something, whether it's a book, a film, or whatever, if Indeed, it's, it is really kind of almost like creative nonfiction. It's patterned after someone's life. 
it makes it a lot more interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the whole part in the uh, the catering business that was all happened to Mark. The uh, really. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, so they'd be interesting. Uh, I'd like to know more. In fact, and I always like to know what's true and what isn't, especially when you know when I'm seeing a film or reading a book. I really love that. So, any um, any sequel? Is there a movie that you're planning that's next? And you know, I also would love you to talk more about your book. Well, there's a prequel. Um, we actually made a whole other film um, prior to this one, and, and it's being edited right now. So it'll it'll be released probably in the next three or four months. It's called Openings of Their Stories, and it's it's 11 or 12, um, actually a little bit more supernatural, uh, more spiritual, um, or New Age spiritual, I guess I could say, um, where people have, uh, uh, you know... Otherworldly experiences, right. prophetic dreams, um, after near-death experiences, um, encounters mm. with masters. Um, that's mm. and they're all based on people's true stories. So it it starts with a, an, an interview, and then it and then we show a reenaction, a reenactment of what they're talking about. Mm, interesting. So are these famous people, or just people that you know? They're um, they're just basically people that we know and that have come to us. Um, just everyday people. I think that'll be cool. I think that I think that what I like about that is that people who the viewers tr- will trust that and it's not that they don't trust you know the greg bradens and barbara marks hubbards etc but they sometimes feel like they could never be them so i think the idea of having just average people talk about that m- makes it sort of comfortable for your viewers mm-hmm. right yeah no i agree 100 percent. so and it's it's a, it's also a fun movie um, and Kim does the moderating in that one, so it's it's fun mm. to um, to see her always in front of the camera. Um, Fantastic, a lot of personality. Fantastic. I want to um, talk at some point about the Ask Raymond, and I think you're you're the starring in that, Kim. Um, so hold that thought. I'd like to talk about that, um, but we need to take a break, and we will be right back. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Dr. Susan Allison is available online, by phone, and in person to help you heal whatever is no longer working in your life. You can go to her website at www.empoweredhealer.com or call her toll-free at 866-268-2121. Dr. Allison also has CDs and DVDs available on her website to empower you even more. You can listen to her voice guide you through meditations, visualizations, and exercises from her book, Empowered Healer. Her powerful book is available from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Balboa Press, and from local bookstores. Begin today to gain the confidence, power, and ability to heal yourself. Visit EmpoweredHealer.com or call 866-268-2121. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. We are held in the hands of the goddess. 
tuned in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. If you wish to speak to Dr. Allison or her guests this week, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you can send an email to empoweredhealer at comcast.net. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Kim and Mark McGinnis, who have a great film, Openings the Search for Harry, that we've been talking about during this hour. And I hope that you have um, been listening to the whole show, but if not, you can go to my host page at Voice America 7th Wave Network, and all of my shows are archived there. So you can listen to this, uh, all of it, or listen to it again. So Kim and Mark were in our, in our last segment, and you know I, you were just mentioning something about passion. It's really important to follow our passion. And is that something expressed in the film or in your own lives, or, or how do you feel about that? Well, passion is huge. Um, it's a huge part of the film because Harry eventually sort of understands that he hasn't done anything to follow his passion his entire life until he he's on top of this mountain and and practically uh has to save save uh one of his friends and and he he kind of realizes that um he's never followed his passion and and life is now turning around for him because he is and that's definitely true for for my myself and and kim she's following her acting um for me i as a filmmaker i'm 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 following my passion now and you know it's it's not always easy, but I'm definitely enjoying life so much more. Mm-hmm. So what's your advice for people in terms of how they get over the fear of giving up something that per- perhaps is secure, is something they've always known, it's familiar for what it is that they truly love? How, any advice for the people listening who are maybe in a job that they don't love and know, have inklings about what their passion is? Like, how do they make the leap I don't know. I don't think I don't think you have a choice. I think if you don't, you don't want to you don't want to have any regrets. <laughs> you know, yep. I'd rather fail miserably, um, but know that I've gone after my passion than never to have done it. And mm. you know, um, and good I, for, I want a lot of not, not following my passion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you just need to. If first of all is to be aware of it, and how to be aware of it is to. Um, look for cues, like when you see things or or hear about things that excite you, um, you know, and just kind of follow that and see where it leads. And it's not about quitting, you know, your secure job and and uh, you know, living off your savings. Um, I think if you just start doing something that you you really enjoy, and then kind of see where things lead you, it's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right. Well, it's like you guys have, have an ad agency, and in addition, I mean, that pays the bills. In addition, you are branching out, both of you, and really doing things where you're in your passion and in your element. Yeah, I think you know, we love doing things that are creative and, and, and kind of seeing where that goes. Um, we have a new film that we're just in the script writing process called Ask Raymond, yep. and it's just it's just a comedy dramedy type movie, um, and it's edgy and it's fun, but um, oh boy, that's what life's about for us. We just love love doing that 
sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Kim, say something about, I think you're, you're the, um, the star of that, are you not? Uh, yeah, actually, the, um, the film is currently on hold. We're, we're rewriting the script a bit. Um, um, as we told you, we, we have a lot going on right now. And we, we actually wanted to try to take this film to the next level um, budget-wise. So we're looking into uh, speaking to some potential investors, um, and we might put a couple of uh, name talent in the, in the film. Um, uh, and just be able to um, kind of up the production level another notch. Mm-hmm. So um, that's something we're considering. Interesting. So, you know, it's interesting. It almost sounds like a TV sitcom to me. So, <laughs> Yeah, I think it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's definitely, definitely going to be a film, but it's, and it's, um, and it's it's more humorous. We like we like things that are funny. Kim Kim thinks it should just be an out and out comedy. I like the dramedy type thing, um, but we'll see. Yeah. So right now it's both. So Kim, have you done a lot of comedy? Is that is that your forte or? Um, are, are... You know, I I don't. I think I've done a, a little bit of everything. I did a lot of commercial work in L.A. when I was a professional actress, um, and a little bit. I loved the the theater and being on stage. Um, unfortunately, that didn't um, bring in a lot of money. So, um, making a living um, acting and doing what I love, I found you know very difficult. Um, but um, I, I like to do all kinds of acting. I, I don't know why, but from a young age, I've always um, been moved toward it, and it it just brings me a lot of joy to be able to express myself in that way. So, yep. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the joy word because I wanted to say uh, a couple minutes ago I thought of this that Barbara Marks Hubbard calls it a joy meter. We, you know, you have a, a joy meter and, you know, how far over is the needle going in terms of your joy? And that I think would, you know, in terms of listeners, it would give you, you an idea of what it is that is your passion or what it is that you really love and want to do. Mm-hmm. It's what is it that brings you joy? Absolutely. Absolutely. What brings you the most joy? Yeah, so, and just yeah. you know, try to be as uncensored as as possible. Don't let the opinions of others come in and say it's not practical and that kind of thing. I think it's really you know sometimes important to be selfish in, in that way and and allow yourself that you know. You know, and I don't even think it's selfish because think about if you are really living your joy and you're really doing what absolutely fills you up then that spills out for everyone. You know, you are are giving from a place of fullness and not emptiness. And so I think that it actually, and some people I think oftentimes they're jealous or they're not living their lives and feeling that happy and joyful. They might make little comments, but I feel that it actually enhances everyone's life when you're living your joy and your passion. Oh, yeah. I agree. No doubt about it. Yeah. So anything else you guys want to say about your film, about the book, about um, connecting with the, you? The one thing sort of playing off what you just said is that it's when we're looking for that joy and, and our creative outlet and, uh, and what do we want to be is that don't, don't let the social um, pressure of being, you know, trying to make a million dollars or, or being famous and, you know, Television has sort of an adverse effect on us, and sometimes when we're following our joy, it's not going to manifest in those ways, but it'll manifest in, in having 
you know, just having a wonderful life, whatever that looks like. And, and um, sometimes that's enough. You know, I, and I, you're so right. And I've had so many guests recently talk about, you know, the whole Isaac Newton materialism, the whole concept of we live in a material universe versus that there's quantum physics and there's energy. And we're moving into an age now, I feel, where it's going to be more about energy and not about stuff. And so, yeah, and so what you said, what you said really resonated because so many people have been writing books and saying that very thing on my show. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, I think that does so much more damage than good when, when everyone is preaching that, you know, abundance and this and that. Well, abundance comes in different ways and abundance of, of love in your heart and abundance of having, um, creative expression it's so much more important. It's so much more important. It's so much more important. And, and yeah, it's just, you're so right. And I'm so glad that you guys were on my show. Thank you for, so much for being here. Oh, thank you. It's been, it's been wonderful. And, and again, our hearts and, and, and good energy is going out to you, um, Susan. We really, anything we can do for you, we would love to be there for you. Thank you. And um, you guys, keep, keep following your joy. Thank you. Thanks, Susan. You're welcome. And thank all of you for being here today to help cheer me up. And I hope you found as much inspiration as I did. Next week, Sheila Applegate will continue to uplift us with her new book, Enchanted One, A Portal a portal of Love, about how we can choose love instead of fear. Until then, this is Dr. Susan Allison wishing you whatever helps you feel more hopeful and expansive. Thank you again for listening to the Empowered Healer Show. Please join your host, Dr. Susan Allison, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have an empowering and fulfilling week. We are held in the arms of the goddess. We are held.